I want to welcome everybody back to Keeping It Fucking Butte. All y'all bullheaded bitches and crusty lip holes to episode fucking 20. I know that, you know, I was out last week, so it was a very short, very, very short episode last week. I apologize for that. You know, I wasn't feeling good and shit. My pregnant ass feel like I'm like 12 months pregnant. But I have a guest that's calling in from a prison upstate called Ziggy Za. And that's a really, really close friend of mine. And I just want y'all to know him, you know, put y'all on to some of the stuff that he went through and get his story out there just to, you know, let y'all know about some of the things that he's going through. So he's calling in right now. And I just want to let everybody know, you know, a few things about him. If you don't know him, you ain't a real nigga. That's just period. Like either you know him or you heard of him. So what's up, bro? How you doing? What's poppin'? What's dragging? What's happening, man? You already know I'm on the fucking set, man. Keeping it dupe, man. Ain't nothing fucking shame. But you know the cars is on deck right now. What's poppin'? What's dragging? What's happening? What's up, man? What's up? What up? What up? What up? What up? I just I'm here, man. Last time I checked the scoreboard, the lame niggas was up. Real niggas is down, man. We're trying to get back. You know the thing what is, is the, the, only, like, oh, you the, are? the only reason the lame niggas is up is because all the real niggas is locked up, bro. That's only reason. So I have What's a, up though, man? What's up though? I have a few so, questions that I want to ask you because I want my guests to know who you are because there's a lot of people and like my listeners, I want them to know who you are. There's a lot of people who don't know who you are. I have a lot of like international fans that tune in. So I'm going to ask you a few questions, you know, and just keep it beautiful. Keep it real. No question, no question. Right. All I know how to do, you are. I can't pretend. <laughs> so where did you grow up? <laughs> like what area? I'm saying, you know, I'm a Brooklyn from? nigga anyhow, man. You know, I'm from Brooklyn. <laughs> I'm from Brooklyn, you are. You know what I'm, I'm a Brooklyn nigga anyhow, you are. End of the day, you know, I've made my rounds all over Brooklyn. You feel me? To actually be told, I'm really from downtown Brooklyn area, you are. That's where my grandmoms and I'm from. But, you know, I relocated and started living with my moms. Now, I'm always in the Ville, you heard, on the Smiles and Ground side, Brownsville side. Oh, are. God, I got, an, I got part, another Brownsville. I got another Brownsvillian in here. <laughs> well, I wanted you. You know, we everywhere. You oh, heard. God. You know, we the heart of Brooklyn. You know where the muscle of Brooklyn at. Cut it out. <laughs> okay, so you lived, in, out. <laughs> you lived in Park Slope, but you hung out in Brownsville. Like, what's the biggest difference? I'm saying, well, for the most part, you know, the big difference is, you know what goes on in the field, man. It's a lot of dirt work going on out there. As far as the area with my grandma's house, pretty laid back. It's a lot of money getting niggas over there. It's real quiet, you heard. So at the end of the day, but Brooklyn is always going to be Brooklyn. You got official niggas everywhere in the cut for the most part. But as far as the atmosphere and environment, it's more laid back and a slow pace over there. But, you know, when I got to the Ville, it's just a whole different hit to her. <laughs> yeah, you know, Brownsville never ran, never fucking will. It's a different area. If we did, we ran and came <laughs> right back, you know? <laughs> so what was your home life like? Like, how was it growing up for you? I'm saying at the end of the day, you know, it was just regular, you feel me? Like, did you have a um, rough, up, did you have a rough life? Um, I'm saying, you know, at the end of the day, I, I was just saying, you know, I, I made my life how I was supposed to make. I want to say it, it, it was rough, you feel me? It was what it was. You know I'm saying? I grew up with my grandmoms, you feel me? A lot of jewels and shit that I learned was from my grandmoms, you heard? My moms wasn't, you know what I'm saying? I didn't really relocate and live with my moms until later. Like, once my grandmom seen that, you know, hold on, you know, I was really doing a little too much. And she seen that I wanted to be with my moms. I relocated and went with my moms and all of that, you heard. But I really want to say I had it rough, you feel me? My family loved me, and they always was there for me, you feel me? But I was just doing what I was doing, you heard? Yeah, you was just doing what you wanted to do. 
basically. Yeah, pretty much. So how did you start? How did you start acting? Like, did you practice? Um, I'm saying like you know how it really was. Um, my dude, man, shout out to my dude, nerd, man, my dude, nerd. He he's a stylist, you heard. He was in designing mm-hmm. clothes and all that. Where he from? He fucked with my man Groovy Lou. Um, nerd, nerd is from East New York, actually. You heard? Okay, nerd so is actually from East from New York. East New York. Uh-huh. So that's my yeah yeah nerd. Shout out to him and all that. That's my big bro. You heard? So he always took a liking to me as far as you know, seeing me running around in the hood. And he always noticed that I stood out, you heard? So he was cool with the dude, Groovy Lou, which is my man, too. Shout out, Groovy Lou. Where he that's from? another stylist, you know what I'm saying? Groovy Lou, Groove, I think Groove from, like, young, because that's Groove. Oh, okay. He be dressing puff. Wayne, Groovy Lou with the dress, you know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. my dude right there. Shout out, Groove. No, I just, so you know, when you say names, I be wanting to know where they're from so they get the proper credit. You understand? Because people could be like, oh, he was talking about no me. Question. And it's like, no, motherfucker, he wasn't talking about you. He was talking about somebody else, so shut the fuck yeah. up. Like, so I just be wanting to know where yeah, they're nah, from so they get the proper, you know, No respect. question. Yeah, Groovy Lou, everybody in the industry know Groovy Lou. He's a stylist. That's mm-hmm. my dude right there. So, you know, long story short, my dude, um, nerd, he got me in a hookup as far as to go to the audition and all that. So he introduced me to the, the, to the um, director and all of them. And I had an audition right then and there. And I auditioned and they gave me the part. You know, sure. He was like, yo, you was a natural. I'm like, yeah, this ain't a movie. It's real life. You, are. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so you I wasn't nervous? Right then and there, you know? I'm saying at the end of the day, you know, niggas into all type of other shit. Nigga ain't nervous about no fucking Oh, no, I'm not going to lie. I'm nervous, ab- I'm nervous when I get around people and cameras and all that other extra shit. I get real nervous. Come on, man. We keeping it cute. <laughs> How the fuck you going to be nervous if you keeping it I don't it know. I'll be nervous. But, like, get out my face with the camera. But how was life like on a, how was life like on a movie set? Like, how was it? Was it real different? Because, you know, that's a different no, environment. Yeah, yeah, it definitely was. It definitely was. You know, I, I, I learned a lot. You feel me? I, I built with the um, director dude, Antoine Foucault. Shout out to him because me and him spent a lot of days on the set building, you know what I'm saying, talking about cameras and how important it was to get certain scenes right because it costs a lot of money to shoot certain scenes over and all of that. But um, as far as being on the set, man, it was just a different experience, man. Just learning different things and just seeing different things and just seeing how it actually done you feel me because when you watching a movie you really don't know the time that it takes to do things and it was just a whole different experience you feel me and especially to see the shit in brownsville and the hood where you know i'm growing up at and shit going on that it was just it was just, it was just a, um, a humbling experience you are well you know that takes like a different type of being to ask questions because there's a lot of people who do things who don't take the time to learn anything about it they're just there for a job and they just do it so that's real big of you to even be trying you know to get out your comfort zone and be asking questions and learning and trying to focus and figure out what's different things that's going on yeah, no, so, question, no question so what no was question, it like no. working with the director anthony Furqua? how was it um, Antoine Foucault. Um, um, it was, it was, it was like, um, it was, it was real, man. You know what I'm saying? Cause he's a real authentic dude. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, he wasn't trying to sugarcoat shit. He wanted the raw shit. You know what I'm saying? He ain't want no fake shit, no watered down shit. You feel me? And um, it was, it, it was real, man. Like I say, he was just um schooling me with certain things, and he gave me a little um pointers how to do certain things, and you know, it, it was real. He was like I say, working with him. Wesley Snipes, Don Cheetah, you know, we spent a lot of days in the trailer, you know what I'm saying, talking and vibing, and they just giving me jewels, letting me know, you know what I'm saying, you don't want to 
when you start this acting thing, you don't want to be stigmatized as just like a street actor or just a, you know what I'm saying? Because then you put yourself into only one type of role, you feel me? Mm -hmm. So being around all of those dudes from the Fuqua, you know, they always, you know, black actors and stuff, black directors, and they, they schooled me, you feel me? Let me know about the game and stuff. So it was definitely an eye-opener because coming from where we coming from, you don't really have the opportunity to talk to a director. You don't really have an opportunity to talk to Wesley Snipes or a Dawn Cheetah, you feel me? So yeah. I just sat back and took everything because I'm big in learning, you feel me? And the more you learn, the more you realize you really don't know shit, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, how did you think, like, your life would change after becoming an actor? Like, did you think it would change? Like, did you, like, what was your thoughts? Um, my thoughts was, it was, it definitely was changing, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because after that happened, you know what I'm saying? I had got flown out to California, had another script for another role. So things was definitely picking up. My man, Groove, he had me on the set with Wayne and them and T-Pain. Introduced me so, you know, a nigga was in that loop out there in Cali meeting dudes and shit like that, networking. So things was changing and getting together. And it was just an eye-opener because, like I say, unfortunately, a lot of us growing up in the hood, a lot of niggas don't get a chance to lead the hood and see different things, you feel me? Mm -hmm. So all we know is the street. All we know is downtown Brooklyn or Pickin' Ave or 145th or wherever that. You know what I'm saying? That's all we know. So when you get to travel and you see different things and you can relax, they be like, damn, hold on. Like, nigga, this is, this is what I've been living. missing? <laughs> and yeah, you feel me? You thinking you living and you, you just surviving, you up. Mm. So have you ever seen Brooklyn Finest? Um, yo, you know what's so crazy? The first time that I seen that shit, and yo, real shit, the first time that I seen that shit, I was up north, you all. You know what I'm saying? I came up north 2011. That shit came out, I think, 2009 or 10. But when it first came out, I was on Rikers Island still, mm -hmm. but I was in a box. So I had gotten into a situation down there. So, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever happened down there, I was in a box. So when that shit dropped, I was in a box. Then I came up north. So when I came up north, I'm in a spot. And niggas like, oh, that's son. So you know motherfuckers end up putting the movie on. And that was my first time seeing that shit, you heard, being up north, you heard. What, did, what did you think about it? Um, I was just like, wow, look at me. You heard, but it was just like, wow, you know, it just took me back to a time when, you know, when there was a lot of things going on because we filmed that shit, I think it was like late 07, early 2008, we filmed it. So, nah, and I think that 2012, so to see that shit like four years later, I'm like, damn, like, wow, you feel me? Like, no, imagine, well, sit, I could imagine, dropped. I could imagine sitting in the, you feel me, in the hall and just, you know, watching myself and everybody on me like, yeah, I see, I know y'all see me, like, niggas wasn't on your dick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They, I know they, yeah, I know they, was, I know they was trying to be your friend. Like fuck out of here, nigga! I know you see me. Niggas was trying to be my friend now. Fuck yeah, out of yeah, here, yeah. move up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Regular that dancing shit. You know, bands and make a dance. Yeah. But at the end of the day, regular whole shit. But you know, you always got though. You had, I had certain niggas that was shouting the nigga out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you had certain niggas, nigga. You only had two points. You only had three points. You know nah, I'm, I'm not gonna so lie. You had a, you had a major part though. Yeah, I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? Nigga had to go, you heard? You had a major part, and you had a major part <laughs> with some major people. Like, you feel me? Like, you wasn't just yeah. around some poo putts. Like, you had major people around you, like exactly. major actors. So, yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. What is your current situation? 
Uh, my current situation right now, man, you know, I was wrongfully convicted, man, you know what I'm saying, to let the people know. Uh -huh. I'm upstate right now, man, serving um 107 years to life, man, you know what I'm saying, for some shit that they alleged I did, you heard, which is not true, despite what the people may think or what despite people may heard, you feel me, it's not true, you heard. Did you feel you had, like, a fair trial? Um, that's one of my issues right now that I got in the court because I didn't have a fair trial. You know what I'm saying? The judge excluded me from my trial because I had an outburst. You feel me? The judge allowed certain testimony to be brought in, allowed somebody, an officer to testify about a case and things that I wasn't even charged for. So long story short, I had an outburst and a judge kicked me out of trial and did my trial without me. That's you crazy. You know what I'm saying? I never was identified at trial, you know? So the people know, see, a lot of people just hear about my case and think, oh, this nigga wowed out, he did that. And a lot of people don't know the facts of my case. I was never identified. They never felt no DNA. I never made no statement. And there was, and and there was never, and there was never a video either, right? Never a video of me. It was an individual by the name of Paul Went. Mm -hmm. He received a four, um, um, four and a half to 12 years to testify against me and placed me there at the scene. He was facing 47 years. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, long story short, everything is on video. Ziggy's not on video. I never got ID. The victims came to court. They asked him, do you see the person who you seen shooting that day here? They said no. The police officer who got shot said the person was 5'10". If anybody knows Ziggy's eye, I'm a small dude, you heard? I step big, though. Don't get it twisted, but I'm a small dude, you heard? Yeah, you like, and, what, 5'3"? I'm 5'3", to be exact. Yeah. You know, they said mm -hmm. the shooter was dark-skinned, 5'10". You understand what I'm saying? And to let anybody know and who, like, the listeners that don't know, he's my size and he's my complexion. So he's not dark-skinned. He's, like, brown-skinned. Like, a caramel yes, complexion. Like, you know? he's he's lighter. He's actually probably a shade yeah. lighter than me. So, <laughs> yeah, 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 man. So, and that's, and that's how that situation went. So that's what I'm still fighting right now. And I got that in the court. You know what I'm saying? And also, just to let the people know that the dude who testified me, testified against me, he wrote letters to somebody else explaining how he covered up for the actual person who committed the crime. You understand wow. what I'm saying? All of this came out at trial. This is this is factual shit. It's not nothing I'm making up. So when people do speak of my case, I really don't like when people speak of it as if I did it. I'd rather people know the facts and know like, yo, nah, boy got railroaded. Boy didn't do that. My DNA was never found on the scene. The district attorney also, not to really stray off, the district attorney said that even though I wasn't identified, they said phone records placed me at the scene. So now, come last year, when the private investigator and my lawyers asked for these phone records, they turn around and say, oh, we don't have them. They never even had the phone records that they claim that placed me at the scene of the crime. So now they switch their theory and say, all right, even though we don't have the phone records, it's safe to assume since him and the co-defendant was allegedly calling each other that he participated in the surveillance of the wow, victim. Wow, that's crazy. Now you crazy. say I surveilled the victim, <laughs> but at trial you said I was the shooter. So, you know, I'm just dealing with all that, but we still fighting, and I'm still moving forward. And hopefully all goes well, man. Your boy be back on the scene real soon, y'all. It says you infamously told the judge to suck your dick. Shit, hell yeah, I told that dude <laughs> suck my dick. You understand? Like, the nigga kicked me out of trial. He ain't even let me participate in my trial. Mm -hmm. So then now you want to bring me back into the courtroom in front of all these cameras, in front of all these peoples, 
and sentenced me as if you just gave me a fair trial and asked me what I have to say. Yeah, suck my dick. But what, he, what they don't say is that I said, regardless of the shit, I'm still innocent, but suck my dick. Oh yeah, they don't. They didn't say that part. And it's so funny because I tell people suck my dick for the for the littlest shit. So for something like that, I would have been like suck my whole dick. You feel me? Like you could roll your eyes at me and I tell yeah. you suck my dick. So he he lucky he only got that. Like because I that's my favorite thing yeah. in the world is suck my dick. Like I tell that shit to everybody. Like I hope my kid don't come out it saying suck my word. dick. I hope my kid don't come out saying that shit because I swear that's my favorite thing in the yeah. world. Um. So why do you yeah, think they man. set you up for this murder? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm saying I'm not going to totally bash the NYPD, you know what uh-huh. I'm saying? Because I don't want to do that because these niggas some fuckboys, even though we know he's some fuckboys. But at the end of the day, what happened was since this dude lied and gave them my name, they went off of that. So it's not like they just threw my name in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This dude lied and he gave them my name. But now once the evidence started to show that, I wasn't the one who committed the crime. Instead of them trying to say, you know what? We know this guy's lying. It's not him. They tailored everything to fit it. Like, all right, it got to be him. You know what I'm saying? My name out there ringing. It's like they they, they, they wanted you off the streets anyway once they heard who you was because who your name is and who you are. So they probably just felt like, yes, this is that one thing that we could probably hold him against, you know, and take him off these streets. And that's exactly what they did. So even though they knew the evidence was fabricated, they fit it to make it seem like I did it. And they know I didn't do it. Okay, so um, I seen, like, I think a few of the DVDs, but you was on Smack DVD and, like, other videos. Do you think that they used those against you at your trial? And did they, like, did they they use those? Yeah, they used one of the Smack DVDs at my trial. What? That's exactly what they used. They used the smack DVD when I had the handcuff on because that came up in my case because a lot of people, you know, I had jury on. Uh-huh. So a lot of people didn't realize when I shot that smack DVD, if you look closely, I had a handcuff on my wrist. Now, the reason why I had the handcuff on my wrist is because the day before we filmed the smack DVD, the police rushed my crib and as he was cuffing me, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever happened, I ended up getting away. What? Getting away. <laughs> In the process I, know, I gotta go watch a, this shit. Pro- <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, in the process of me getting away, I end up leaving with the handcuff. So while I'm still trying to find out what's going on, we end up doing the DVD. I ain't couldn't get the handcuff off, so I'm on the DVD with the handcuff, and the judge and I'm turned around and used that same DVD against you. Much. Proud wow. to show me with the handcuff off. Yeah, they use that against me. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, it was crazy, you huh? That's fucked but, up. Um, they definitely used that to just show me as a rowdy individual and, you know what I'm saying? Regular, regular whole shit. So, how did you feel when you got sentenced? Like, what's on your mind? Like, what was on your mind when all um, that happened? I'm not gonna lie, I had so much going on at that time, in all actuality, and I knew I was innocent, and I still know I'm innocent. So at the end of the day, it was just like, you know, I'm a, you know, and in the, in, in the words were like Nipsey say, R.I.P., you know, I knew the marathon continued. You understand what I'm saying? So I knew the fight continued. So it didn't even, it didn't even break my spirit enough. And it just made me chin up, chest out and know that, you know what I'm saying? I got a, another role, another fight to fight. So, you know, it just fucked me up that I, when you actually see yourself get railroaded and wrongfully convicted for something that you didn't do, you know, you always hear about it. Mm-hmm. But when it actually happens to you, you're like, 
yo, this shit really real, you heard? But it's crazy because, you know, to the supporters and all the fans that's out there, Ziggy is really cool with my boyfriend. And I hear a lot of their conversations, and you never seem like you are just... Like, your spirit doesn't seem down. And I feel like that's so crazy to me because if I was facing the amount of time that you are, I would be so bitter, so angry, so miserable, and it would be fuck the world. You know, so it's like, I feel like that's crazy that you don't have that type of mentality where, you know, you're just like on some fuck shit to everything and everybody. Like, that's a lot of fucking time. Nah, because, yeah, because, you know, in all actuality, that's what they want us to do. They want a nigga to come up here and give up. They want a nigga to come up here up north and catch mad charges and just forget about his freedom. You understand what I'm saying? At the end of the day, like, you know, when you've been through so much, and the day, like I said, I'm just happy to be alive, you know? A lot of niggas ain't wake up today. So regardless of what, I got the opportunity to be on the phone talking with you. So mm-hmm. I'm grateful for that. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, you know, I keep pushing forward. So that's how it's going to be every day I wake up, man. I got a chance to get shit done, you know? So, like, how's your appeal looking? Um, Right now, I'm in the courts right now. I got a lot of pending things. Right now, I got some um, federal things. I got my federal haven right now. That's what I got in right now. I'm working on my actual What, what exactly you know what is that? I got the, um, um, my federal haven, that's, um, that's um, my direct. Mm-hmm. Because my original director bill, they denied that. They denied it on a state level. Oh, so, so now you took it to a, a higher level. It's a okay. Exactly. Yeah, it's called a writ. It's a writ. It's a petition of a habeas corpus. So that's where you go to the federal courts. And the federal courts, they more stricter when it comes to your constitutional rights. You know what I'm saying? So that's where a lot of people, for the most part, get their rhythm at. So I'm in the Eastern District right now. And oh, yeah, that's Brooklyn. And what I'm arguing right now is... Exactly, yeah, 225 cabinet, not mm-hmm. one of them shits, but um, that's where I'm at right now as far as the judge wrongfully removing me from trial without giving me a warning or nothing. He just kept me out of my trial. My lawyer requested that I be able to write your honor. If you're not going to let my um client back in, at least allow him to watch the video from another room, trial, he said, I'm not letting him do none of that. So he just totally excluded me from my trial off a verbal outburst. Something that the appellate court said that the judge wasn't even supposed to do. So let so, me ask you, you know, a question. Not to justify, okay. Do you did you know that the judge who sentenced you was recently caught vaping in court during a murder trial? Did hey, anybody yeah, bring that to your that attention? Yeah. Yo, yo, I ain't gonna stop. I've been following that fuck boy. I'll be following him, you heard? <laughs> I definitely heard. I, I, I still chopping these fuck boys, you heard? Because I've be been following, following that them, fuck boy. <laughs> I've been following that Yeah, he was caught vaping in court during a murder trial. That is so fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of people don't know, too. If you look him up, he got he got, he got got cases reversed to where it shows that he has a pattern. He has a pattern of intentionally violating people's constitutional rights. So if you look up how many cases them got reversed from this same judge... You'll be like, all right, he's known the fuck up. So how's he even still on the bench? You understand? But what I'm saying with me, it becomes a little more political because now, you know, you got a person like me who told the judge suck his dick. So now that's how the politics become involved. And that's how everybody, everybody's looking at you crazy. Exactly. Not knowing the behind story, though. 
Exactly. Like, I didn't know the behind story behind this either. I didn't know it until now. Like, this is my first time hearing the behind story. Like, I didn't know if you said it to him after you got sentenced before. I didn't know what the case was. Honestly, tell you the truth. Like, I was just on some, oh, well, like, fuck it. Like, you feel me? I tell them niggas suck my dick on a daily. So I didn't feel no type of way. But people who's looking at you is probably looking at you crazy, not realizing you had a perfectly good reason for telling the judge to suck your fucking dick. You wasn't even part of your case. Yeah. He wasn't there. Like, the fuck? I didn't hear exactly. what y'all was saying about me. I don't know what the fuck is going on. This is my life. Exactly. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? And, you know, like, so, you know, I honestly don't regret it. <laughs> you don't? <laughs> nah, I don't know, man. He violated. This nigga he Ziggy, violated, yo. Bro. This nigga Ziggy, yo. Nigga said, I don't, reg- I don't regret God. it. <laughs> okay, so, of bro. course, are you re- repping anything? We, we all know. I'm saying you know that. Why wouldn't I be, man? You know, Mr. August 23rd, man. Top Gun, man. TG, Mr. Get Straight, man. That's why, you know, you know I'm at Blue Life. You know, I'm the cause, right? Yeah, so, you know, what's the bid been like for you since you've been up top? Because I know it's mostly homies up there, up north. Like, how you living? I'm saying, you know, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, moving and grooving. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's been a little rough because, like you said, as far as up north, and New York State prison system general, like, you know, it's mad homies up here, you feel me? So, you know, nigga got to come up, make his round, let his presence be felt, not only for me, but for my bros in general, you feel me? So, a nigga moving and grooving, doing what he's supposed to do, but don't get it twisted. A nigga not anti-blood, you feel me? Like, when I was in the town, I fuck with the homies. I fuck with real rights, you feel me? We had the movement movement when I was home. It's called the 11 Boys. Five plus six equal bigger chips. We got money to get. Mm-hmm. So certain homies, you know, throughout my travels, niggas know, like, nigga not anti-blood. I'm anti-bitch nigga. I'm anti-fake niggas. You feel me? Yeah, like, so I, t- I tell a lot day, of people like, that I'm, I don't think you color bang. I don't color bang. I, it's more of a respect yeah, thing. As long as you don't disrespect me, I don't give a fuck yeah, what yeah. you are. Yeah, that's a fact. What's up? Hold on real quick. Yeah, yeah, that's a fact. Let me ask, what's up? What, what's the butte? Yeah, we, what's, what's, how, how we keeping the butte? What's listen, the listen, 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 listen. <laughs> yeah, Don't me, yeah, fucking yeah. come for me because I'll make that trip up top. Her, like, we will get it on on the dance floor. I could come up there. I could come see you, okay? Don't fucking, don't press me on my yeah. motherfucking shit. Fuck that. Keep it fucking butte. Means keep it. It means keep it real. Like, you know, but you know, since I'm the blood, I have to put the B on there. Like, what's up? Respect my handle. Respect my handle. So I got to keep it cute. Oh, my God. Now we got to keep it fucking cute. All right. So could I put, 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 could I put a K? I got to have the C. I got to have the C. I can't put it with a K. I'm saying, you, I'm saying, you gotta have to see. Oh my God. Set, so <laughs> why wouldn't we? You know what? I knew this why would be a bad we? idea. I knew what? I was going to get pressed by the big cuz on my shit. I just knew nah, it. Nah, I just knew nah, it. Nah. Nah, never that. Never that. You know, regardless of what. All right. You know what? I'm not going to lie. You have for one you, minute left. For you, I'm going to definitely keep it fucking cute. You know, because. Because uh, uh, I, I fucks uh, with you and you a real one. It's not that many real ones. It's not that really real ones that's up there that's able to sit there and let they nuts hang. So I'm gonna keep it cute for you. Um, are you able to call back or no? I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be able to call back. I'm gonna call back in sixty seconds. But I appreciate that. You feel me? And you know that. You know what I'm saying? We keeping it cute. We keeping it cute. Five plus six. You know, real right, lucky left, left right, right left. All right. Call so call back so we can huh? continue this convo. <laughs> Yo. So we're back, ladies and gentlemen. So um. 
the game has changed since the last time you was out here. Like, what's your take on it? Um, it definitely changed, man. My take is that, you know, I just respect niggas is out there getting money, man. You know what I'm saying? You can, you can never respect, you can never not respect the fact that niggas is out there getting money. But the game changed, you know, when I was out there, niggas was getting it from the mud. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Nowadays, you know, it's east way, so, you know, niggas getting it easy, but like I say, niggas is getting money, man. Niggas is winning, man. So, you know, at the end of the day, I salute niggas for doing that. You feel me? And I can't, I can't, you know, I can't knock that. And what you feel about the rap culture, like, and the gang culture? Like, how do you feel about those? Because, you know, everything's changed. Um, like, culture. when I when I was young, yeah. I turned, you know, I turned homie when I was 12 years old. I wasn't even able to wipe my pussy the right way. Like, I was all the way in the yeah. streets and I was young as fuck. The way it is back then, even when it comes to the Lokes, it was it's totally different now. Like, totally different. Like, it's not, I don't even want to be part of this shit no more. Like, this shit is, like, it's not the same as Patoodles. Like, it's not the same at all. Anybody could turn this shit now. Yeah, you you definitely right about that, man. And you got niggas double jacking, you feel me? Niggas is false claiming. Niggas running around acting like they big homies or big homeboys and it's different, you feel me, than you, it's just different, you feel me, so I definitely agree with you, but, see, a lot of niggas don't understand, see, back then, it's like, you already had to be official when you joined the gang, you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Niggas already knew you was about that, you feel me? So it wasn't like, niggas wasn't recruiting pussy niggas, at all, or or pussy females, or whatever, niggas was recruiting real rights and official niggas, Nowadays, you could just snatch up anybody and niggas trying to become somebody once they put that rag on. Back well, in the days, you was already somebody and that's why niggas gave you the rag. Or you could you just be me? having money and niggas want you down because you got money and they feel like because you got money, they going to be able to get money if they put you down when it's like, that's the opposite. Like what? Like y'all, get, y'all making niggas exactly. come in here because it's like it's a fashion show now instead of a lifestyle. It's like it's fashion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's a fact, and then you got, like I said, you got niggas, like, as far as, like, niggas is trying to mix, you know, rap culture with gang culture and shit like that, so it's like, yeah. at the end of the day, niggas supposed to keep that a little separated side, you all in or you all out, you feel me, because you've been around like I've been around, and we know, like, this shit is not a game, you feel me, and like I say, like, I be running some mad niggas, niggas is saying, yo, they... Blood, they crip and they YB and they YG. What you talking about? You feel me? What is that? You feel me? Or niggas is doing all of this other shit. Don't get me wrong. I know the times has changed, but at the end of the day, sometimes, you know, everything is meant to change. But when shit changed for the worst, you be sitting back like, nah, I can't get with that. I can't. I definitely can't get with that. So, um, like, New York City-wise, what rappers are you feeling? Um, I'm saying, you know, I'm feeling the whole, you know what I'm saying? I'm feeling, you know, I'm a New York nigga, man. You know, I put on for my city. So, you know, I'm feeling definitely, you know, the Cuz Pop Smoke, he moving. Mm-hmm. Cuz Five, yo, he moving. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, also oh, only, you know, the oh, so only, oh, so, oh, so only the Cuz. That's it. Nah, That's all you feeling? Nah, hold on, hold on. Nah, nah, never. Don't, listen, you already know we don't color bang. We don't color bang. Like, you know we don't color bang. I fucks with my real right. Free my nigga live Brim, too. And free my nigga Magoo, too, before I forget. Mm-hmm. I'm saying free my nigga Dick Wolf, too. He's my nigga, like, for real, for real. And all the real rights I fuck with Savage. Like, I fucks with the homies. But, you know, I got to shout the homeboys out first. We keep oh, it in cute. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. 
You better have shouted out my friend because it was about to be lit. I was waiting. Oh, I was waiting. I'm saying, come on, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know. I had to shout out. I'm definitely feeling a vibe. You feel me? I ain't going front. You know, it's so crazy. I was just playing her a little while ago. That shit, her and Meek Mill did on championship. Oh, okay. She said, body mm-hmm. back, body back. Zip, zip, zip. You feel me? I'm like, yeah, she's talking a <laughs> shit, you heard? <laughs> I'm feeling her. You know, shout out to her. But the whole New York sound, you feel me? I'm a New York nigga. You feel me? I see niggas is really not trying to ride that little down south wave no more. Niggas is slowly bringing it back. So, you know... A boogie, all them niggas. Like I'm feeling them, but you know I'm for the gang, so you know I'm definitely. You know that you know there's a homeboys, you know? there's a cuz name. Um, her name is Billy Billy C Billy B Billy C. I think it is. It's either Billy B. No, it's Billy B. And she the cuz. I fucks with her. She from Cyprus. Um, she she doing real good music too. Like she ain't all the way out there yet, but she doing her thing. Like slowly but surely. Like I really fucks with her. Like she the cuz though, but I really really fucks with her. She just I think she's out in Cali doing her thing right now. But she's from Cyprus. Like she's from Brooklyn. She's from the hood. Like she's from East New York. And I feel like she doing her thing. You gotta shout. shout Yeah, you gotta you gotta tune into her. So um, shout outs to her. I, I know you tend tuned into like the six nine situation. How you feel about that? Oh <sighs> man, this fucking <laughs> fucking rainbow head ass nigga, man. Like, <laughs> hey yo, man. Like yo, man. Yo, I can't. Man. I'm not. Al- I'm not allowed like, to. I'm not allowed to talk about him. So <laughs> let let me just hear your point of view. <laughs> Oh, oh no! What you mean? Hold on, since when you you thought we keeping it beaut? What you mean? We keep we keep whoa, whoa, we keeping whoa, whoa, it beaut, but whoa. my my federal officer be listening to my shit sometimes. You heard? He told me don't talk about that man, so I ain't gonna talk about that man. I'm gonna listen oh, to my. Yeah, we ain't gonna I'm gonna be up here talking about people kids. I, I'm gonna <laughs> t- to- <laughs> listen to my PO. You heard? <laughs> no question, no question. But we not only we trying to keep it beaut, we trying to keep it safe and keep the people free. Yeah, you heard? I ain't so, trying to go. Yeah, I ain't right. trying to go to right. jail for no, no rainbow head nigga like if i'm gonna go to jail i need to that's go to jail a for a real a for something real ain't nothing fake i don't want to go to jail for that yeah no question but as far as that six nine situation man you know that's that shit was nasty man free my nigga nuke man word All the way free real nuke. Back, man. free my nigga you know what i'm saying that's a fact like that's my nigga for real like me and bro and broke bread you know what i'm saying you no know, free melly and them it's so funny, saying, like me and Brody, I, I did spoke to him not too long ago before the trial and he was asking about you and him and Rose, yeah, yeah and has, yep, he was asking about you. Like, he was asking about you a lot. He fucks with you a lot. Heavy, hard, hard. Yeah, yeah, that's my homie right there. That's definitely all the way real right, man. And that 6 9 situation, man, it's like, that's just nasty that niggas allowed. And I'm saying, even though I know Brody and I'm Denny, but it just hurt my heart that a fuckboy nigga and some fucking entertaining-ass nigga took some official niggas down, you feel me? Yeah. Took some real niggas down, man. And that should just be a wake-up to niggas, man. Every bag is not a good bag, you feel me? So it's like sometimes you got to really... Niggas can't... This is why I go back as far as I say the rap culture and the gang culture. Niggas got to know how to separate that, you feel me? Because at the end of the day, like, you got niggas really getting caught up for this shit. And you got a little silly, winky, twinky, dink-ass nigga like this nigga taking official niggas out, you feel me? So like I say, you know, shout out to my nigga Nuke. That's Big Bro, you know, Free Melly, Free Roll, all them niggas, you feel me? Salutes to them niggas, man. But that was just a nasty situation. It's like, niggas should have been mindful of that nigga when they sink that... 
fucking here. You feel me? Like, oh man, but <laughs> but you know, you know, so funny. Man. I'm not gonna lie. I think those are real life tracks. That's the funny part about it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, think that's his. Yeah, man. But I ain't respecting no nigga that put weave in their hair. You feel me? I'm just not respecting it. Yeah, nah, man. Real niggas nah, don't put man. weave in their hair. Yeah, man. Hold on. I don't know, man. I, don't want, I know you don't want to talk. Didn't that nigga have a rape case and some funny shit before that and all that, too? Like yeah, they said that they said that he was like um messing with an underage girl, like him and some other guy like was running a train on her, and it was like videos and pictures of shit out or some shit like that. It's some crazy shit. I'm not gonna lie, it was some shit like that. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So you know at the end of the day, you know behind the wall, man. You know niggas don't embrace them niggas. You feel me? At all those chomos. Exactly, you feel me? So niggas shouldn't even have been embraced in a town, man. You feel me? But yeah, but like, like say, you said, not every, every not every, all money is good money. But a lot of these niggas never seen nothing in their life. A lot of these niggas never seen no money and never touched nothing. So I feel like a lot of people is just so excited to be around something like that and a lifestyle that they was ready to overlook certain real nigga shit because they was blinded. Yeah. You understand? They was overlooking so much stuff because I know they seen so much signs and so much things and they knew yeah. certain shit they wasn't supposed to be doing, but that money just got to their heads because these are certain like not yeah. to be not to be funny but these niggas ain't have it like you feel me like that like niggas is in the hood so yeah. what the fuck yeah, you know, like you feel me they seeing certain they shit they go, yeah they going around certain things they traveling places they ain't never been in their life like one of the niggas i'm not gonna even say his name told me like yo bro i'm able to finally feed my kids like i'm willing to go to war for this nigga because I'm able to feed my kids for once. And it's like, that's some real shit right there. Like, damn, how can I tell this nigga not to fuck with this nigga when this nigga's able to l- allow him to feed his kids, something he's never done? I ain't going to help you feed your kids. So it's like, what could I say? Yeah. Like, yeah, no I ain't no feeding question. you and your kids, no nigga. The fuck? Like, at that yeah. time, I didn't even have no kids. So it's like, I ain't feeding yours. <laughs> the fuck? Yeah, man. And, and that's another thing, too, man. Congratulations, man. And blessings to you and your pregnancy, man. Everything go well, man, and blessings to you and yours and the family, man, and more life, you heard? You know, more you know, life, you uncle, you know, you uncle Ziggy. <laughs> I mean, of course, of course, <laughs> yeah, 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 man, so you know that, so you know, you know what I'm saying, you know the baby gonna have best of both worlds, you know, real rights and lucky lefts, you feel me? Facts. <laughs> so, I, I, so, please, Word, please don't come for my kid, it's gonna be a big war. <laughs> Nah, 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 nah. I'm nah, talking about the man, public. I'm talking about the that. public. I'm talking about the public, not you. I know you on my nah, side. I'm nah, talking nah. about the public. I don't yeah, the... nah, nah, listen nah, here. It's a dangerous. Before. That's a dangerous <laughs> situation. So what's up with the um... <laughs> what's up with the GS9 boys? Like what's going on with them? What's going on with oh the guys? Oh my gosh, man! You know, free Bobby. You know, I'm in tune with the bros. We speak. We definitely speak. Free Bobby. Free Rowdy. Free the bro slice. That's the billet. You feel me? <laughs> oh my God. Those the bros. Facts, the niggas freedom. are certified. They stamp. You feel me? Niggas waiting for the cars and them to touch back down. Yeah, I think Bobby and Rowdy and, and them oh about to God. soon come home. I think next year. Yeah, yeah, if I'm not too, if yeah, I'm not too year, mistaken, you know, I think next year they touching down if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Brody and them definitely about to be out here, man. Brody and them definitely about to be out here, man. Word, man. But those the guys, though, man. You know, that's the gang, man. Get straight. Man, you know, top gun, man. We don't do it for TV. We do it for GG. You know what I'm saying? Straighten up or get straightened out. Either way, it's going to get straightened. You up? Bow. Fact. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, so I heard, let me let me tell you what I heard. I heard Charlemagne from The Breakfast Club had gave you the donkey of the day when 
you told them how you like how you feel about that. Like I I know that when you blew, he gave you the dunk of the day. Yeah, see, you know what I'm saying? Like you know that shit had me tight because at the end of the day, you know, ain't nothing funny or ain't nothing dunky of the day about a dude being wrongfully convicted and getting sentenced to 107 years of life for a trial that he was removed from. You feel me? But now that I got older, I understand like. You know what I'm saying? That's what dude do. That's his entertainment. You know what I'm saying? I see he doing a lot of things with the mental health and all that. And I salute him for that, you heard? But at the end of the day, like, you know, ain't nothing funny about somebody being wrongfully convicted and getting 107 years of life. See, I think what the problem is, though, just like me and a lot of other people who's out here, they don't know the whole story until now listening to this and probably doing research on your case. I think he probably just seen that you, oh, you know, you was like the headlines was basically, you know, you got 107 years for telling the judge suck your dick. They don't know the backstory of it. They don't know, like, why you told the judge that. They just probably looking at it like, what the fuck? Why would you tell the judge suck your dick? You understand? They're not knowing why you did it. Which is something that, you know, that's sometimes people fact. need to research, but sometimes that's just the headline and that's what they go for. Because, you know, just like you said, people have a job to entertain. So, yeah, that's but, a fact. but I don't think he knew. Have, I don't think they, he knew. Yeah. They running us out the yard right now, man. They running us out the fucking yard right now, Damn, man. Damn, and I had like well, four more questions for you. Fuck. I'm All right. Go, I'm going inside. I'm going inside to get on the phone. If I don't, I love y'all. I appreciate the platform and all of that. Salutes to you. We keeping it built. We keeping it cute. More life, more energy. I'm going to try to run in and catch you on the line. But if not, thank you. You heard and I love y'all. Happy New Year. You up? Happy New Year to you too, Ziggy. All right. Later.